You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. You're listening to special programming sponsored by Making Moves Life Coaching Services. The content of Veterans Affairs Plus does not reflect the views or opinions of Public Radio KUNV, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Good morning, Las Vegas. This is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and More. I'm Dave Washington, your host. I'm, we're going to have a nice guest that I've uh, asked to come and be with us today. She'll be with us shortly. I have a few announcements as, as usual. Uh, I'd like to start out by saying, you know, this was Mother's Day's month. Uh, well, Mother's Day was in this month, I should say. And I also want to acknowledge and salute uh, the nurses, uh, the teachers were acknowledged this month. So just want to say hey to all those good folks who do a lot of good work in our community. And again, I want to say happy Mother's Day, belated Mother's Day now to all the mothers out there and the guys who acted as mothers in, in some cases. We know that we had a, a number of uh, graduations to, to occur this month, and I want to acknowledge a few friends if I could. Um, first of all, Madison Madison um, Meadows is a, a young lady who's graduating from an art school over in California and uh, going to be pursuing a, a career in, in that field. And then her sister, Mackenzie, is a, a, a Georgetown a University graduate. And I think she's this is a master's program that she'll be graduating from on the 19th. And then from a high school perspective, I got a cousin, Alicia uh, Washington, uh, my cousin Cliff and his wife, this is their daughter, and she's going to go to the University of Reno. Doc, uh, she's, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, I, we have Dr. Frank uh, Crayer here for, for, uh, from the university, and uh, I'm excited that she's here where she gave me a kind of a look with this University of Reno thing. But uh, she's going there, and I don't know what, exactly what she'll be studying, but we're pleased that she has taken that on and also have a, a cousin of uh, my cousin uh, Tracy Jackson, his daughter Rebecca is graduating from Lincoln University, HBCU. So uh, I don't know what she's pursuing in, in in general. And then he also has two daughters that'll be graduating later on this year from uh, Bennett. And I thought Bennett was a, a a woman's only school. And my my aunt told me no, they're allowing boys in there now. So that's a that's a change, a good change, I I guess you would say. And then on the condolence side, I attended the services of a dear friend and a mentor, uh, Chief Larry Purcell Powell. Uh, Larry was the first black to become a chief officer in Las Vegas Fire and Rescue. In fact, at the time it was called Las Vegas uh, Fire Department. And he was also the first black to become a chief officer with our department. I am going to miss that 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 young man. Uh, Larry lived a good life, had a lot of grandchildren and uh, and great grandchildren and two great great, as I remember from the program that his wife, uh, Pat Ramos uh, Powell, had put together. So 
again, just want to say uh, condolences to that family, and they did an excellent job putting Larry away. And Larry uh, was 84 years old and was always traveling, he and Pat. So uh, they told some great stories to include one that I had to tell about us and what we were doing in terms of uh, taking on the city of Las Vegas with a uh, EEOC uh, complaint. And uh, we actually did win, and it, all we wanted was a level playing field, and we got that. So with that, uh, good morning once again, and we're going to be coming right back with our first guest. Good morning once again. This is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and more. We have our first guest, Dr. Frank. Where are you from, Doc? And, and, and thanks so much for coming. Well, it's my pleasure to, to be here. Well, I'm from uh, Newark, New Jersey. And um, after high school, I went to school in Tennessee. I went to Knoxville College, which was HBCU. Unfortunately, it was one of the HBCUs who didn't survive, but it was one of the best experiences I've ever had in mm. my life. And um, then after that, uh, and I met my husband there, um, mm. and um, then we both went to University of Tennessee for our master's, and then from there, Ohio University, and okay. then my last stop is here at UNLV, and I've been here since 1996. Okay, so what capacities did you work in? And I know you got a special uh, designation now that you can tell our listening audience a little from bit From when about. I started here? Yes. So, interesting story. I'll go back a little bit before here to, mm-hmm. to tell you how I got here. Um, I was hired in um, 1980 at Ohio University mm-hmm. by Dr. Carol Harder. Some of your listeners Ooh, may know that name. I remember Carol Harder, At that yes. time, uh, Dr. Harder was vice president for administration and dean of students at mm-hmm. Ohio University, mm-hmm. and she hired me as director of financial aid. She went on from there to become a president at SUNY Geneseo and wanted me to come there. And I said, well, I don't want to go to another small college town, although I loved Ohio University, Mm -hmm. got my Ph.D. there, had my child there. But I said, I know our paths will cross again, not knowing where that might be. And then when she became president here at um, UNLV in 1995, she recruited me here in 1996 as Dean of Enrollment Management. So I started off as Dean of Enrollment Management, um, and then I had Enrollment Student Services, uh, you know, admissions and Mm -hmm. financial aid registration. And then a couple of years later, I was promoted to um, Assistant Vice President for Administration Mm -hmm. and had um, parking, human resources, uh, facilities, um, and um, many other things. I think parking was the hardest part. Right, <laughs> Nobody right. likes parking. Oh, no. Um, and then um, went on. I was um, chief of staff for mm. um, three presidents. Um, okay. This is my seventh president um, mm. with Dr. Keith Whitfield and my last. <laughs> <laughs> I was then... Um, 2008 became vice president for student affairs Mm -hmm. and I was vice president for student affairs until um, um, 2022 and my final year here as I'm transitioning out to retire on June 30th I'm special liaison to President Keith Whitfield. Excellent, excellent. I know that you know this is a Veterans Affairs show and I know that I've had what's his name is it Brian 
uh, Ross. Yeah, yeah. Russ, uh, yes. Russ Bryant. Russ Bryant. I had him on the show uh, right. a He's couple fantastic. times, and I'm going to get him back on because I know Great. you guys do a fantastic job as it relates to veterans. Definitely. Russ um, reported to me when mm. I, um, veteran, Military and Veterans um, Affairs Center is um, a part of Student Affairs. Mm-hmm. And uh, Russ and I go way, way back. We both, we kind of bootlegged um <laughs> Uh, ROTC, Army and Air Force ROTC, and now he's director of our Military and Veterans um, Services Center. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. It is. I can't say enough about it, enough about Ross. Um, we're celebrating 10 years mm. okay. um, with that. And uh, we have so many services. For two years in a row, UNLV is in the top 10 most military-friendly Oh, really? That's um, universities across the country out of 1,800 um, institutions. Excellent. And excellent. Uh, and we've been in the top 20 for as long as I can remember. We have a very strong um, veteran student vet program. Mm-hmm. And uh, for two years, our uh, president of our student vet was named the uh, National Student Vet um, mm-hmm. of the Year. Okay. So you guys actually started that program. Was it 10 years ago? Yeah, 10 years ago. Okay, so. The actual center. Now, before that, we provided services. Right, But right. it was 10 years ago when we actually had a designated office and mm-hmm. space mm. specifically for uh, really all military-related, not just uh, veterans, but veterans and uh, their dependents um, and other um, military folks who are just coming out and, and wanting to go to school. We are so pleased that um, we now, and it's not just UNLV, but for mm-hmm. the uh, all of the um, Nevada or the NC institutions, um, vets who come to, um, who retire, mm-hmm. who after they leave the military services, mm-hmm. within five years, they automatically are considered um, for residents for tuition purposes. Oh, and that's a big deal. Oh, absolutely. Because I got a son that's got a couple daughters in school and that out-of-state tuition kicks It's butt. expensive, <laughs> yes. yes. yes, yes. <laughs> so look, um, what, is, what is your current role as the the liaison or special as the system. liaison um, with the president because I've been here so long mm-hmm. I know a lot of people and I <laughs> smart move so I so I, I help him both internally and um, externally with mm-hmm. uh, community engagement types of activities mm-hmm. one of the projects that I'm really excited about and um, and actually may continue to work on a little bit after I retire mm-hmm. is our non-traditional uh, students mm-hmm. um, and I think we you need to provide more services and opportunities for our non-traditional which is defined as students over the age of 24. <laughs> and we have 40% of our student population uh, are over, fit into that category. Really? Okay. So that's one of the major projects that uh, that I've been working on. Mm-hmm. And then other community activities, working with different organizations around, the, around Clark County. Okay. During your tenure here at the university, what was uh, most rewarding? You know, you can, us have so many things, but okay. I, I think... Um, you know, one of my favorite, I guess the most favorite things, I like a lot of, I, I love UNLV and we'll stay connected, right. but I think the most favorite thing that I love is commencement hmm. because to me, that's why we're here. And so to see our, our students that I maybe worked with when they started out as freshmen and to see them walk across the stage at right. Thomas and Matt is just the most rewarding thing that um that I can ever do. Absolutely. And I'll tell a quick story. I'm dating myself, but uh-huh. had a, um, one of our English professors here, Hooded, actually a, a PhD uh, candidate in English, and that professor, who's now a full professor, 
was a student of mine at mm. Ohio University wow. when I was there. So, wow. <laughs> so I've been doing this a long time. You know, I mentioned that I run a program. I'm the president and CEO of the Carl Holmes Executive Development Institute. It's a, a summer institute at Dillon University. And I can tell you, my daughter, she was attending uh, uh, Southern University mm-hmm. in Baton Rouge campus, and she came to one of our first graduates, and she just boohooed. She said she couldn't believe because it it's predominantly black. Right. But others come now because we do a, we put out a good product. We help people to move up through the ranks in the organizations that right. they that they represent. But that's exciting. Yeah, that it when you're an educator to me. When, when, because I was a training officer with the fire department, and when my when my classes graduated, right. man, you feel like, oh, we, you feel like, oh man, this is great, man. And then to watch some of them achieve other ranks within exactly. the within the organization, it makes you and you don't really know, sometimes know what an impact you have on on students. And I have students back even before I came to uh, UNLV mm-hmm. that I'll get notes from to, to tell me how much they appreciate my mentorship, and that's just so rewarding. <laughs> so I would say that's probably the most rewarding thing. Excellent. Um, Excellent. Any suggestions you might uh, delve out to uh, any students who may be listening, whether they're veterans or just students in general? Sure. I would say um, take there's so many resources um, at UNLV, and I think we do a good job in uh, publicizing all of the resources for veterans, but for all of our students. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would encourage students, though, to um, to seek out those resources, take advantage of it. Um, you know, the time that you're in, in college goes by so quickly. Yes. So my advice would be you study hard. And of course, your academics have to come first, but also enjoy your time. This is a time when you get to develop yourself. You get to know yourself. Right. And trust me, it goes by very, very quickly. So sure. my advice is work hard and play hard and have a good time. And Absolutely. Any closing remarks just in general? No, just um, I I think, uh, you know, when you first started early, you talked about uh, one of the individuals who went went to UNR and I kind (laughs) of smirked a little bit. But we're great partners with all of the uh, NC institutions. But I would just say, you know, I'm retiring in uh, at the end of June Mm -hmm. and um, it's just been such a, a rewarding um, experience for me. UNLV is a, a wonderful institution, and uh, it's just been um, my pleasure to be able to serve. Well, let me say this on behalf of all the citizens in our community. You have done a wonderful job, and I always heard positive remarks about you, Doc. So continue the great work and stay around the community because we need good folks even after they retire to, to continue to do good work in our community because Las Vegas is still getting there. We got a lot of growth yet, in my hum- humble opinion, but We'll get there. We do. And same to you. You do great things, too. We went, I don't know if you remember, it was either 1977, 1997, or mm-hmm. eighty mm-hmm. or 1980, something like that. Mm-hmm. No, it was earlier than that. It came in 1996. It was probably 1998. Mm-hmm. The, we both were on uh, Channel 8. We got the, the award. It was Black History Month. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, and that was when I first met you. Well, so. <laughs> so go back All a right. long time. Well, we appreciate you. And again, thanks so uh, much for having me. I definitely thought it was a great idea to have you on when we met uh, at the program for the, was it the Distinguished, Distinguished Nevadans? Yeah, that's yeah. a great program. Yeah. So thank you, Doc. Thank you. And thank and you for all that you're doing and continue to do. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you. Again, this is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and More. We'll be back shortly. Once again, Las Vegas, good morning. This is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and More. 
I'm Dave Washington, your host. I'm excited and appreciate giving her giving me our show another opportunity to hear from her. And that's Miss Diane Pollard. I'm How you doing, fine. Diane? And thank you so much for having um, Las Vegas Juneteenth Festival on again. Thank you. Absolutely. Yes, please give us an update on on what's going on, your guests, etc. Well, I just want to say that we are still moving forward with the 22nd annual Las Vegas Juneteenth Festival, the event, the experience, the journey. We have added our own uh, returning Las Vegans 702 that will be performing live. They are starting their tour up Mm. and they came home to Las Vegas to start it. So we're excited. So on Saturday, June the 17th, at the S Expo at the World Market Center at 435 South Grand Central Parkway uh, from 4 to 9 p.m. in the cool environment uh, of the facility. <laughs> uh, we will be having Juneteenth. It's free uh, to the community. It's our way to give back. Uh, this free community um, activity that's family orientated. Uh, like I said, we've been doing this for mm-hmm. 22 years. Um, we want to say that we've got some great vendors that are coming. We've got a great lineup of individuals, and you can go to our website uh, if you want to see or know all of them that will be there, which is uh, – www.june19lv.com. Um, we'll have small vendors there. Um, uh, there'll be um, uh, learning uh, resources for the community, delicious food. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, it's our way to give back uh, to the educational community and the children. And you'll be meeting some of our um, scholars. Uh, that have um, started at Rainbow, they're graduating, and you'll be able to see them live. Of course, every year we take on more uh, scholars that are going to college or uh, to trade schools. So we're Excellent. we're excited about the whole mm-hmm. thing. You know, one thing that you mentioned, and I, I'm, I trust that the community appreciates that you say is the whole environment is. Family oriented. That yes, is great. yes. So you know there'll be some um, a play area for the children, of course, and you know the parents will have to supervise uh, supervise mm-hmm. them. Uh, we have a Father of the Year award, and you can go online and sign up your dad uh, for that. And of course, uh, be there. Uh, there'll be select. There's a selection commu- a committee that will. Um, uh, named the father of the year, and there are some uh, prizes associated with that. But I want everyone to know that it's mm-hmm. a free event. It's going to be uh, inside, away from the heat. Uh, we'd love for you to participate. So save um, June the 17th from 4 to 9 p.m. for us. And remember that uh, we appreciate the community coming out along with all of our sponsors. Uh, and this event directly supports Rainbow Dreams Early Learning Academy. It's a preschool for threes, fours, and uh, we have kindergarten five-year-olds. So uh, Excellent. We are, we're just excited. And uh, like I said, we've got some uh, 
um, uh, lead sponsors, uh, Rainbow Dreams Educational Foundation. Uh, uh, it's our biggest fundraiser. So Zappos will be there, the city of Las Vegas. And we want to thank um, uh, Councilman Cedric Creer and um, Caesars Entertainment um, uh, are some of our major sponsors. And uh, like I said, every dime that is raised from the event, uh, we try to give that back, less our expenses to an educational child and to help a child go to school, whether it's starting at preschool all the way uh, to mm-hmm. uh, the university or colleges. Well, certainly kudos to all those sponsors, because I know generally you need sponsors to be successful in any kind Absolutely. of a program. So. uh Give it, give us that website as we close out yes, the session. That, that website I, is www.june19ld.com. So june19ld.com. Great. Well, we appreciate it, Sister Friend, and I can tell you that it is our intent to try and be there, and I can tell you that I know I can speak for the rest of the community. It is so enjoyable that you're going to have oh, it indoors. Yeah. And that's a pretty, pretty nice size uh, location. Yes, it is. It's a fabulous location. We were there last year and, um, you know, hopefully we can. uh, That's our new home. (laughs) Great. All right. Tell your husband, the good doc, I said hello. Do the same to your wife. Okay. Thank you. Will do. Uh You too, Take care, Diane. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Again, Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and More. We have one more call-in guest that will be on shortly. Once again, good morning, Las Vegas. This is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and More. Before I bring in our first guest, something that I failed to say earlier, Mike Armagon, my son-in-law's father, will be funeralized today in Cape Town, South Africa. So... May God uh, rest his soul and bless his soul uh, for Mike Armagon. All right, we got Mr. R. Key Hodges. He is the president of the Black Achievement Fund, and they are hosting a big function. And we just had a Las Vegas uh, discussion with Diane Paula. Now we're going to have one on the national level. Mr. R. Key, go for it. How you doing, Brother Washington? Doing well. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure to speak with you and your audience. We are excited here in Atlanta for our Juneteenth celebration. I don't know if you know, but Juneteenth is actually our birthday here at the Black Achievement Fund way before it became um, a national holiday. So Mm. it's a big, big, big time for us here. Great. So we have a whole four-day weekend plan for Juneteenth starting Mm. with Friday here at our Kimmick Club um, and our Atlanta headquarters for the Black Achievement Fund. We have events Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Um, Everything from talent shows to official birthday party. Mm. We are marching in the Juneteenth Parade, which is nationally televised. um, And that's happening on Saturday. We have a big, big, big gala celebration um, on Father's Day at um, a Black-owned estate here in Atlanta, also honoring Dr. Ray Hagens, one of our board members and spiritual leaders. We have um, a screening, special screening on um, Clotilda, the very last slave ship 
here in America and the the story about the descendants behind that really, really, really powerful story. We have games, we have DJs, we got drumming, we got all types of stuff, man, all types of stuff. That is great. So everything with with respect to the organization still growing. Everything is still, still growing. And right now we are um, really pushing hard to raise $500,000 for our real estate investment fund because we want to begin actually investing in real estate in our own communities. Right. You know, we talk so much about gentrification and the negative aspects of gentrification, but we don't ever talk about how we can work collectively to gentrify our own communities right. and improve them and increase the value of those communities. So that's one of the things that we're working towards now with the Black Achievement Fund. We recently expanded the Kimmick Club to double its size. So when you come back down, you will see we have um, pool table now, um, ping pong table, uh, basketball games. We have a card table uh, in there now. So we're just steadily progressing and we're about to roll out a whole new um, social media campaign. So I'm really, really excited about that as well. Oh, yeah. I saw some announcement that you were looking to hire someone. So you've done all the interviews, et cetera, for that. Yep, yep, yep. And we've hired a couple people and I'm really excited about who we've hired and we got some good stuff coming up. Are they local? A lot of, lot of videos. Are, are they local Atlanta folks? Oh. We have um, someone local, and we also have someone out of New York. Oh, great. Okay. All right. So you said you're doubling size of the... Um, of the Kimmy Club. Yes, the Kimmy Club. So you went yep. through that, I don't know if that would be south or west, on that wall. So Yep, we went uh, west. West, okay. Sounds good. Yep, uh, yep. So is, it, is that uh, already completed now? It is about, I would say, about 75% complete. Um, we, we've added the new bathroom, um, new kitchenette area, dishwasher. Um, we've done all the painting, and now we just have to do the floor and a couple, more, a little bit more touch-up. So our listening audience in, in the near future will probably be able to see that on the website. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. We plan to have it uh, all finish for our Juneteenth celebration next month. Oh, excellent. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to be live streaming. So all of you out there, if you have not joined the Black Achievement Fund yet, um, please, please join us. 10 million black people and our allies plus $9 a month equals 90 million a month and over a billion dollars a year for mm -hmm. us to finance our own development, for us to finance our own de development. So just to put it in perspective, Brother Washington, if we gave you a million dollars a year for um, uh, 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 any type of programs or services in the Las Vegas area on behalf of black people, how how much would you be able to accomplish? Oh, a lot. <laughs> a, 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 a lot. I'll, I'll say that without hesitation. There's a lot you can do with that. Some people say, oh, a million dollars, that's nothing. Oh, yes, it is. Just how you use it and where you place exactly. it. So, exactly. Ab absolutely. Exactly. That would be... Well spent. Well spent. So any other any other programs that you got going on? Because I think we got a few more minutes just trying to make sure you give you some positive uh, on the airwaves, uh, Mr. President. Yeah, I just really, really, really want people who are listening to you to really hear what we're saying. 
what we're talking about here with the Black Achievement Fund is a bona fide solution to so many of the problems that we talk about. And this is a solution that we can implement virtually overnight. We just need to all be on the same page at the same time and act. You know, 10 million of us out of 50 million, that should be a small, 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 small order. Okay. So if you're listening, join us. Great. So would you uh, just give us your website so our listening audience will be familiar with that and maybe they can tap in as we close out? It's www.baf.solutions. Great. Well, we appreciate it, and we'll get you back on again, and hopefully uh, you'll have great success with the program this year, and we appreciate you coming on Veterans Affairs Plus. Thank you. Thank you. Always a pleasure, brother. Talk to you soon. All right. Take care now. Once again, this is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and More. You know, in in my early uh, discussion uh, we talked about this is graduation time of the year. And one thing I failed to mention was my grandson, Kyron Armagon, is going from the fifth grade to middle school, sixth grade. So congratulations to him. And uh, Amira is going from second grade to third grade. I, I, I've got to make those statements because if I don't, I'll be in trouble with the family. So uh, We got Wes, our engineer. He's keeping me on point, and I appreciate Wes and all that he does for our program here. And uh, once again, this is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and More, and we'll talk to you soon.